Nerds. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to this week's Nerdables. This episode, we are doing a few follow-ups from last week regarding Sony, Apple, uh, Spider-Man, and a follow-up to Marvel's uh, Star Wars comic. Smallville's entering the Arrowverse. Disney Plus releases their launch titles. Also, have the streaming wars begun as NBC announces their service? And is The Walking Dead headed to space? What? Yeah, I'm Ari Rain. Joining me are Ethan, Chris, and Mikey. So we're not doing the ones we didn't do last week? Which one? Oh, I forgot about those. <laughs> we had a couple of those. What were those last week? It was Suicide Squad and the Joker movie. That's right. Those things. <laughs> the DC Universe. The most unforgettable, forgettable <laughs> movies there are. You should be excited for it. It's your boyfriend that's doing it. Which one? Oh, oh uh, James Gunn. Yes. Okay, well, we'll start with those two. So the Joker trailer... The second Joker trailer dropped, or they said the final Joker trailer, which, you know, it's never the final one because there's always TV spots and all the, you know, the... Doesn't that movie open, like, in October 4th? It's two weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, the trailer dropped. This is after it got an eight-minute standing ovation at Sundance. So did every other film. Right. According to Variety, every film got exactly eight minutes. So it makes me feel like there was, like, a timer at the top (laughs) of the screen... And someone's up there, just brings their hands, like, you know, rise, get up, and then down, like a conductor. So, on Rotten Tomatoes, it got like a 48 or something. Is that something horrible? So, it brought all the DC fanboys back out saying, it's not fair. Every time that a DC film comes out, it gets a horrible rating. But all the Marvel films get such high ratings. There's a reason for that. Right? I mean, it's like, uh, Hello? You know, well, even the article broke it down as far as what uh, what their ranking system is. Yeah, yeah, and the problem with it is it is subjective. I know Sebastian's railed on this for a long time. I've said this for a while. Rotten Tomatoes is is stupid because yes. there's only three different. You know, there's like three different things that you can say. You either loved it, it's okay, or you hated it, or whatever. It, it's become the, the like the standard for everything. It's become the standard because they've spent a lot of money becoming the standard, and they've done those release. You know, tomorrow, tune in to see the score for right. the Joker. Blah, 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 blah. And the critic ones are the hardest ones because you have a critic that can come out in, in reading one of the the reviews. It sounds like it's a positive review because he says it looks good, it's acted well, it's shot well. Yeah. But in the end, when you read it, he's saying, this is not a good film. Right. Because it doesn't say anything that has any meaning at all. It's, it's just a, like, a glorification of, if people treat you bad, you should become a mass murderer. It's, and yeah. that's one of the reviews on there that's giving a positive, because the person that's given the review, especially with critics' reviews, because a lot of the critics' reviews are not three out of five, four out of five, one right. out of five. It's just... Did you like it or not? It's not even that. It's just it's this critic saying is he's having he's processing that film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because it, everything is so subjective. My my reaction to Logan two years ago right. was very different than a lot of people's because there's a scene in the middle that affected me personally because of what was going on in my life. Mm-hmm. That that film, I said, it's a good film. It's up there. I can't say I enjoyed that film that much because the middle of it completely destroyed me. And I get through the rest of it, and I'm sort of in that kind of weird but days for it. 
but you to me if 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 it destroyed you, it meant that the film did its job. No, because that wasn't the intention of the scene. It's a very personal scene. It's a trigger scene if you want to do that. I'm the snowflake. You're, you're talking scene. about the scene where... The scene where, in the elevator where Picard... Uh, Picard chasing crackers. <laughs> where Patrick Stewart's Professor X tries to give Logan the hat. And yes. Logan's very dismissive of him. That was kind of the same thing. Just talking about it, I can feel it in the back of my head. It resonates with me with what's happened with my father after his stroke. In right. In way, our relationship. And so I was dealing with that for the rest of the film. It's a subjective thing. The problem with art is it's all aesthetic. Oh, sure. Whether it's entertainment or art, art or entertainment, it's an aesthetic. It's so of, funny you how say you, that. How you bring something to it. You bring your experiences to a film, and nothing can be more uh, demonstrative of that as how people ad- approach films after they've seen them. Yeah. You know, we go through Star Wars, and people are talking about Last Jedi. A lot of people had the same reaction to Empire Strikes Back 40 years ago. True. It was later that people were saying, this is a masterpiece. This is an amazing piece of film. It didn't receive that because it wasn't Star Wars. It right. doesn't look like Star Wars. Luke doesn't go in and kill everybody. So it's there's so funny all that type you of stuff. That, it's, though, it, because uh, I, I, you know, I've been watching the Young Jedi, uh, the Young Jedi Chronicles, <laughs> the Young Indiana Jones. Those aren't out yet. <laughs> the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Apparently, you guys are forgetting things that you're watching. <laughs> and who plays dude, stuff. I can barely remember my own name anymore. <laughs> one of the one of the episodes when Young Indiana Jones goes to Paris, he meets Picasso. And Picasso was talking to him about yeah. art and how subjective it is and how you know it resonates to each individual person. I took an entire class in college on aesthetics. Yeah. As an aesthetic review in an English course. And it was very much how, teaching you how you react to entertainment, mm-hmm. to art. It's not factual. Right. And you can I watch love, it one day. I, I, I love the first season of Riverdale. Everybody else hated it. Yeah. What very little they watched of it. I watched the whole thing and enjoyed it. Why? I can't even tell you. <laughs> Whatever's going on, I, I approach that much differently than other people. Five years ago, I probably would watched it and said, I'm not wasting my time with this. This right. is stupid. But you can But watch- I watched it. You love Teen Titans. I approach it like, I don't want to waste my time with this. It just isn't something that interests me. Because aesthetically, you were interested, you wanted to see it, you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Aesthetically, I look at it and go, I, I don't care. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that it's bad. That's the thing is is it doesn't bring but anything see, whether can, it's bad or good. You can feel that good. way now and then two years from now or a year from now, you could be in a, holy, uh, a whole different place in your life. You be in a holy place? A holy you different going to place. Jerusalem in two years apparently. <laughs> a wholly different place in your life. And <laughs> what you may like now, you may not like then and what you may what you didn't like. What is it? It's, it's your experience. Yeah, you can it's, watch one movie one day. And go back a, and watch what you loved as a kid. Oh, really yeah. loved as a kid. And yeah. there's sometimes I don't want to. G.I. Joe the cartoon, even when I was a kid, I knew this was stupid. Right. When I'm older, I'm like, man, this is stupid. I think I enjoy it more now because you've gotten, you know, you have more media that you enjoy of it. Yeah, but when it was first on the hub, we were texting back and forth. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They <laughs> can't break windows at 21,000 feet and nothing happens yeah. to the plane. Um, but but the even, stuff even that, you, that was stuff like, you enjoy as a kid. It's hard to go back and and I'm seeing that with a lot of Star Wars fans. You have to separate yourself from what you watched when you were six, totally. When you were ten, when or you were how fourteen. You yeah, my experiences for some of that type of stuff is is going to see it is a part of kind of what formed whether mm-hmm. I liked it or not. Um, there's a t- uh, 
there's a lot of films like that. Sometimes you're experiencing Road to Perdition was on a couple of weeks ago and I was watching it. And I remember the first time I saw it was a day in which the person who I was I was in a relationship with ghosted me the entire day and broke right. up with me the next day. <laughs> So that film has – my experience with that film is very, very different than, it, than a lot of other people's because I'm sitting outside the theater going, do I really want to do this or whatever? And my friend Joe and, and his girlfriend, now wife, came up and they're like, yeah, we're going to go see – we're just going to go see something else. And I said, like, well, I wasn't going to go see Road to Perdition, but I guess I'll go home. I'm like, no, let's go see that. So it's like this weird roller coaster of my friends going like, yeah, let's just go and have fun, you know, whatever. Plus it's an amazing film. Um, but again, it's all that subjective stuff. So in terms of The Joker – Yes. The subjectiveness of of the review and the subjectiveness of the review of any DC film is that you have fans... Suicide Squad made more money than Justice League. Mm-hmm. I don't know a single person that saw Suicide Squad and liked it. See, much less the loved first it. time the first time I saw Suicide Squad and the first time Beth saw it, she liked it and we liked it. What and this is another this is just what we were saying is one time you could like something and then turn around and watch it again and go why did I like that? And it could have been what whatever you're I feeling. Yeah, that was Transformers was. 3 for me. I remember when we got out of Transformers 3, I was like, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Because it was better than 2, and then I'd go and watch it again. I'm like, actually, no, it's not. I'd yeah. rather watch 2 <laughs> than 3, even. Um, and then 4 was wow. But we went back and watched it again you know, after it was out on Blu-ray, you know, digital, whatever. And I went, ooh, this is not a good movie. <laughs> no. And, you know, but you get that, you know, and... Will James Gunn make it better? Who knows? There's definitely got a lot of cast in it. But the Joker, every review I've seen, it's like, we've seen this before. Scorsese's done this movie before. It's Taxi Driver. Yes. And now when you go back... Here's the People now go back... They used to say, oh, Taxi Driver's such a great film. They go back at it, look at it now and go... It's really not that great of a film. It it's been it's good just, for its time. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. Taxi, Drive, time Taxi Driver, when it comes out, is a different film than a lot of the other stuff that's yeah. out there. Taxi Driver also seems to have some redeeming value. Mm. What I see in a lot of these reviews, and my problem is I want to speak on a, this type of film without having seen it because as someone who has no interest in seeing it and also is very concerned with turning the Joker into the hero, and I'm not talking about this film. I'm talking about... Pop culture in general. Yeah. That has made him into the person that you want to be. He's the anti-hero. And the film, as I'm, wa- as I'm reading the early reviews, very much seems to have that statement of, the film says if society treats you bad, that's what makes you into this terrible person. And at the end of it, that's celebrated. Like, this is normal. This is what you should do. When you get beat up by punks and, and Robert De Niro has a... You know, game shows don't take care of you or whatever. Or nightly talk shows are bad to you. You should start murdering people, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. See, and I, turns him into. It's, the, not, the, it's not even an antihero. Yeah, no, it's, it's just a he's a villain. He's a, yeah. he's a psychotic villain. I, I, and the way every trailer this, looks this like glorifies he's got some the sociopath. Mental, he, he's got some mental handicap. I'm thinking as soon as it comes out, people, everybody's going to you know that are. It's a justification film, and that's part of the, the that's the fear and the, the, yeah. the part of it. Frank at work the other day, uh. he was taking the subway into into the the animation job that he's in. He sent yeah. a picture. He posted it. It's a guy in a Joker mask in the subway, car really? subway. He has a baseball bat with metal spikes on it, and he's just standing there like this is okay because uh. you know the Joker's cool. I now. wonder if that's sort of like the an ad campaign. Like I was, I don't think they're, they're not metal spikes if it's an ad campaign. 
The, he has it. I mean, are you sure? I mean, is he Frank positive? Went, Frank went right by it. It is metal. It's completely metal. Well, it could still be metal yeah. if it's yeah, an ad. You, the thing is, that, that weapon is illegal. Yeah. I mean, that's there's, there's no reason for you to carry a baseball bat with spikes on unless not you intend to harm Not someone. even to mention if you don't know if this That would guy be an interesting just, ad yeah, campaign. Right in that would right. be a terrible ad campaign. Like the ad campaigns where they had like Chucky jump out of yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah, jump right. out of the. Yeah. Th- th- there's oh. a reason those are done in South America and not here, because <laughs> you can sue the living daylights out of them here. It's you know we've never really talked about uh, Jurassic Park's new ad campaign. Huh? Well, the the Battle of Big Rock. Yeah, but we're talking about the Joker. I know, but that's um, still, that's a better ad campaign. When it's the Battle of the Joker Rock, then <laughs> Joker versus the Rock. Can you smell what the Rock is cooking? No. Um, <laughs> It's 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 such an it's a big ad for mental illness. <laughs> but it's a that's big what I'm ad, no, of. It's a big and, ad for mental illness being normal. Well, yeah. And that's the thing is we we we're trying to move past the stigma of of mental illness. It's the people are saying, well, there shouldn't be a stigma of mental illness. No, there shouldn't be a stigma of getting help for mental yeah, illness. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. mental illness as the norm is what people are taking this message of it's okay to be mentally ill. Yeah. It's not okay to be mentally ill and not get help. And not get help. Okay is the wrong word. But if you're mentally ill, we hope that you're getting help. That yeah, this yeah. doesn't become your normal. Being antisocial, being, so, being a sociopath, hurting yourself, hurting others, hurting people in relationships, that's not normal. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. what we do in Everything a society. Everything that's in this film. Yeah. Exactly. But we see, I mean, people are talking about the anxiety is the big thing now. Like, it's almost cool to have anxiety Hmm. like i can i can write off the fact that i don't talk to my friends i don't go to parties i don't go out of my house i don't do anything i don't i can't hold a job and i can't do this because i have anxiety and everything's fine no or normalized cool scroll through facebook everyone's i love anxiety i love anxiety i have anxiety and it's okay but I mean, most people really don't except know. For and, the and the real, except with, for the people that actually they really have it. do. That's part of it. I, I have anxiety. I went to I went to Disneyland yesterday and I had a hard time. You don't have anxiety if right. you can go. If you can make it there, you do not have what they call anxiety. It's the the, not even that the gluten idiots for the longest time. Like, I can't eat gluten. I can't process it. Yes, you can. You're you're minimizing the people that really have that disease. Correct. That that have trouble eating. My friend Emily, who literally the world is trying to kill her. She's allergic to everything unbelievable so but she Best always friend, was, uh, actually brandon who listens to the show his mother is pretty much allergic to everything like grass you know going outside exactly and, and so when people come into that better but you know a lot of these type of stuff is psychosomatic because you see it in other places there are psychologists that talk about the suicide epidemic mm-hmm. as we're seeing more and more celebrities and they're covered for so long you have people who have suicidal tendencies that may be buried that start coming forward because you're hearing it every day. It's now normal to sure. hear about suicides because we have so many celebrities who unfortunately take their lives over the course of the last couple of years. It starts to bring that up. It's copycat type stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's not even conscious. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the problem with something like the Joker is the possibility of an unconscious response to it that says, my psychosis, my sociopathy is okay. And it's normal because look how cool he looks. Well, I know the, 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 it comes down to side, like self-diagnosis at that point. People are thinking like, oh, well, I'm kind of like this character. But it's, so not, even, it's not even that. It's, self, it's, it's not self-aware as normalcy. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I have whatever issues but I have. But there's also people that, that think they have anxiety or depression or things like that. That they've been sad, you know, they have a sad day or two in a row. So they, they're all of a sudden they have depression. And what it's doing is it's making the people that actually have that 
you know that they're 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 put into a it's box like where different... it's like well, no, you don't understand what it truly means to to suffer from depression. Well, there's different or levels of de- or... there's different levels of depression sure. too. Mm-hmm. There's high functioning depression, there's low functioning depression, there's suicidal tendency depression. So there's a lot of different types, and that's the thing is if you're depressed, it's first off you know with anything, alcoholism, drug abuse, depression, anxiety, uh, you know any of those things are something that you have to excuse me recognize in your own self first. And one of the problems is self-awareness of the problems that you have. Most alcoholics don't think they're alcoholics. Rich. Uh, kidding. <laughs> kidding. Uh, well, I mean, I went through that. We went through that with our friend Scott I mean, a long time ago. I mean, yeah. he, they basically, his roommate held an intervention because he was drinking gin and tonic at noon every day. Mm. Yeah. yeah a, you're, you're an alcoholic. That's, that's not, oh, yeah, you're cool or whatever. Oh, I'm just young. No, you're an alcoholic. Like, you can't get through a day without at right. least having two gin and tonics in the middle of the day. You're not an ad. See executive. my rum bottle right there. It stayed the same. <laughs> yeah, but all the other ones are empty. <laughs> no, Rich is not an alcoholic. He enjoys alcohol as in, 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 in a nice amount or whatever. I'm actually drinking Acceptable. less now than I was before. Yeah, but the difference between six beers and seven beers is not that big. <laughs> so we'll see when you call me in the I, middle I of the day tomorrow. Ugh, football's awesome. Click. I know the Joker has been glorified for years now. And, I mean, even before Heath Ledger did The Joker, which really stepped it up a notch for The Joker. And, he, and all he did was well, went in the, and just did a job, right, but he but did he it still, so well. He still doesn't kill as many people as Joker does in the comic. Well, he doesn't um, kill as many people as Batman does in the original Batman movie. That's true. He does this, dude, I was watching Batman Forever. Batman Forever kills a whole bunch of people, Oh, yeah. Too. He drives the car, like, up the wall, yep. and then all the cars crash into each other, and they just all explode and are on fire. I'm like, well, those henchmen are all dead. <laughs> well, just when Batman goes into... And Iceman's just at the roof, like, whatever. In, cool. in the Tim Burton, when he when he goes into well, yeah. Acme, he no, just like, when he goes lays in, yeah. waste to everybody. Roxxon or whatever it was, yeah, the... Roxxon's yeah. Marvel. Roxxon's Marvel. Whatever. They just kill a bunch of people. Ace. Acme. Ace. Is it Acme? Acme. It's Acme. It's Acme. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, it's Ace them. Chemicals. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, the the, the glorified <clears throat> thing is the Joker used to be cool because he was the bad guy. And right. It was like it's cool to hate him. And like, if you're looking at the Joker and Batman and you go, I'd rather be the Joker. It's so cool to like kill people, be abusive to my girlfriend, kill my henchmen. Don't yeah. have to do anything. Rules don't apply to me, man. Society's all whack, man. Ugh. Did you see There's the a great if, if you can find Adventures of Superman 14, it's a Max Landis story in which super, it's Superman versus the Joker. Yeah. And the whole story is Superman basically saying, I don't get why people like you. Like, why is... Basically saying, in the DC Universe, there are followers of the Joker. And he's like, why do, why do people think you're cool? Like, you're a murderer. Yeah. You, you literally just murder people for, the, for a whim. You're... You know, you're terrible to the people that actually, for some reason, care about you. You never want to get any help. You're always in, you know, he defeats him in half a second. I mean, it's yeah. not even, it's a, it's a great, great story. And reading that story, I mean, thinking, like, why do, like, I like the Joker as a villain. First off, I don't need the Joker's origin explained. Right. You know. It's better when it's not. Yeah. Because now it gives you the Other excuse. than the fact when he falls into the chemical. Well, every, every really... Well, even the chemical inter- thing is, is an excuse because it's the chemicals that alter him. Well, right. He's already a criminal. Yeah. You know, in, in the original Batman, in the movie, he's the one that murders the Waynes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, oh, well, God, in every iteration years. of the movies, they've always given you, like, multiple backstories that could be possible for the well, Joker. That was, like, that was what was so turn- great about Yeah, yeah Tim Burton gives Dark you a Knight. very, a, an exact one. Yeah. He falls in, he's, a, he's yeah. a criminal, he's a mugger, he falls into the thing, and that changes him. Yeah. The, the joy of the Heath Ledger one is, 
even maybe unintentionally by Christopher Nolan with all these different backgrounds, is people now assign like he may have been a war vet with PTSD and he actually doesn't know. He may have been like abused by his father. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that you can put in there. That... But again, it's not it's not Christopher Nolan saying, hey, it's okay because his father abused him. Hey, it's okay because he has PTSD. Hey, it's okay because he, well, that's he what has I'm split it's personality order. These these situations that they put him in to give him his backstory, they never really right. come to fruition. But it's also yeah, but the, his, the intention, the intention the of, of those speeches is not to give him an excuse. He's still presented as the villain. Yeah. Right. The problem with a Joker film, and I said it the moment they, they announced it, is the Joker film has no choice but to present him as the hero. Yeah. Even if he's not heroic, even if he's not the hero, he's the hero of the story that's a bad story. And you see it in and there. You, you don't see it. There's see like a, a picture of City Hall... And he's standing there, and there's all these clown masks and stuff around him, you know. And they're uh, something, you know. There's like they're like cheering him on. I gotta tell you, if there's stuff. one reason I don't want to go to LA Comic Con, it's because of this film. Oh my gosh! Because there that one, so many uh, Kamikaze, Stanley's Comic Con, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Just it's gonna be Joker, oh, yeah, and they're all going to use this as the justification to act as that character. Yeah. yeah. I can be a jackass because I'm the Joker. Just, well, just all the like Deadpool's the, the, the Deadpool's. Yeah. Like there's one where Deadpool walks up to a girl and taps her on the shoulder, and he starts jumping up and down because she's got big breasts, and she, yeah. she's you know her breasts start jumping up and down. And he kind of looks at her and stuff, and he kind of points and does it more and faster. You know, well, the just, ones that are done really well, that's consensual. They they ask them. I've seen them do that. Like, yeah. I'm doing a video for whatever. I'm gonna come over and tap you on the shoulder. The ones yeah. you can tell where they're shot right really really well. Because there's one with this, there was one with, um, it's like the sword or something. He takes the sword and he kind of lifts the girl's skirt just a half an inch. Yeah. And then she turns around and like knocks it off and they have a sword fight. And then he starts rolling around or whatever. Same thing. I mean, that's that's the thing they go up. The problem with it is that there isn't any, God, I sound like an old man. <laughs> there isn't any. Um, Filter? Uh, what's the, no, the word I'm thinking of in terms of the video of letting you know. Oh, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Thank you. There's no disclaimer that says. All interactions are consensual and are approved by both, you know, all participants. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like so. What it does is causes people to go around. Yeah, and it's act like, that oh, way. I can do it. Like, because no, somebody... you don't have you don't have a guy with a four thousand dollar camera shooting you. You're not doing the same thing as four people and making sure there's a light there to make sure that Deadpool can come and, you know, pretend to smack you on the ass and you get yeah. offended, um, or not offended. I know we're we're getting ready to go into Suicide Squad, but did you see it came out this week of where some of the idea for Harley came from, Harley Quinn. There were you, everybody knows the the soap opera Days of Our Lives. Mm-hmm. Back in the late seventies, early eighties, remember they had a female character who uh, I want to call her Clementine, but I know it wasn't. It, she was kind of like crazy. She was really out there, really you know high strung. They did a like a dream sequence, like they were telling a story to one of the kids. I think it was like Roman or somebody. And she's dressed in a gesture outfit. Mm. And she's pretty much spot on Harley Quinn. So Paul Dini just saw that and he's like, oh. I think I think took some of the idea. Matter of fact, she's in she's in a a gesture outfit that is, you know, purple and pink, you know, and and spotted and everyone, which almost looks like the Harley from Suicide Squad. When she shows up, there's another Mm. character that looks at her and is like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Um, Mr. Stewart? (laughs) 
But Suicide Squad, which is based off of the Santa Barbara soap opera, which was bizarre. Oh, yeah. that thing was bonkers. That one was crazy. That was when I actually watched it. I was like, "This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I can't stop watching it." Um, <laughs> Suicide Squad. They released the names of the cast members, and there were like thirty people on this cast and big names too. Big not, names, not just like, "Oh, I don't know who that is." Although one name was missing. Will Smith is not in Suicide Squad. He's too busy being the genie. Yeah. yeah. He's, Woo! he's like, I don't need this anymore. I don't need a second tattoo. I already got squad spelled wrong. Woo! What the hell did he spell it? They all spelled it S-K-W-A-D. Wow. Yep. And all, all of, the, all and, of them uh, got Margot the same Robbie tattoo. Margot Robbie did, did all the tat- tattoos for him. She tattooed everybody. Okay. Yeah. And we all like laughed at it because it's stupid. And I've been watching Lord of the Rings over the last couple of weeks. You like, forgot they all got the all nine. the hobbits. Did too. Yeah, but that's cool because yeah. it's like that's well, awesome. Yeah, yeah, they were like yeah, the first the one to do it. Yeah, so all, the four hobbits have all the same tattoo. Yeah. Well, no, all nine, all nine of them got a nine. Did they? With the I ring. thought it was just the. I just thought it was just the. Four no, hobbits. no, no. I'm sorry. They they got um, nine or something written in in Elvish. Elvish. Mm. Yeah, each and each of them got in a different spot. I think a lot of the cast members from Game of Thrones also have a. a a special tattoo. Yeah, but it all says season eight sucks. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was, I think they were. That was like one of the first times you heard of a whole cast mm-hmm. yeah. anyway, doing Suicide it. Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad. I can't figure out. I, I guess there's going to be the. It seems to me like, um, they're going to have the team put together because a group of villains get together that they need to stop. So they, the only way to stop these villains that are now working together. Is to take a other team villains. of villains, another team of villains, that they can control and send them another after suicide them. Suicide Squad, basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a you know a Suicide Squad going after a Suicide Squad. Yeah. Or that they're just going to have sense. a really huge Suicide Squad. That that I think would be bad. Here's where this movie could be really good. If they use this movie to reboot the DC universe. By introducing all of these villains, you know, like if you're introducing villains from the Flash, mm-hmm. you're introducing villains from Batman's Rogue Gallery, you know, Greenland, you know, all of, all the all of the villains. If you're introducing them into this film, mm-hmm. where they're starting to, you know, at, by the end of it, you need the hero. You need they heroes. They just all run amok yeah. throughout the world. Yeah, exactly. And then sort of you, like Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, where all the dinosaurs are now out in different ass, uh, parts of the world. Yeah, but you know, you then this way you can reintroduce your villains. I mean, excuse me, your heroes, and yeah. you can still keep your Wonder Woman and your your Aquaman, but then you reintroduce the new one. You know, without having to have the film, without trying to reintroduce villains and heroes at the same time in a new film. You know, it's it's like almost taking the Marvel way, where you introduce certain characters before they're in their own film. Here's the problem with that: the other two films that we know are happening, the Joker and Batman, not connected to the Suicide Squad universe. No, those aren't. Well, we don't know about Batman. Batman is not connected. Birds of Prey is connected. Yes, because Marco Robbie's in it. Yes, Batman is not. Todd Phillips has already said Batman is not. The Robert Pattinson one. It is not connected. It has Which nothing to do he's with... he's already tried on the bat suit for. He's Todd a... Phillips has? Yes. <laughs> well, we know the Juke... We, we knew the Juker. The Joker was Juker? The Juker. But Batman isn't. Todd Phillips is... Watching football he on the screen. He didn't want to have... He didn't want any continuity 
uh, uh, handcuffs. So it, it that's not, not a bad seems idea. Seems like a one and done. But it's yeah. going to be very confusing for that universe. It's like what we were talking about with the X Men not on. Remember, we Disney talked Plus. about this for a year. For a year, we talked about this. I think more than a year ago, when DC's plan now was, and they admitted, we're not doing universe films. We're just doing films. Right. If they happen to tie in together. Great. If they don't, it's up to you. It's all a crapshoot for you guys. Yeah. So you go into a film, you don't know one way or the other. You know, Joaquin Phoenix Joker is not Jared Leto's Joker. Ben Affleck's Batman is not Robert Pattinson's Batman. Right. You know, the I think the only reason they're holding on to the idea of a shared universe is that they don't want to recast Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. You don't want to reboot your universe because what do you do with those? Can you carry them over? We had this discussion, you know, with Marvel stuff before. Like, who can you bring in and who can you? Can't well, that's why whatever. one reason why uh, Hugh Jackman would not show up exactly yeah, at the or end of Avengers or yeah. Um, you know, when when you have Bond to keep Dame Judi Dench, it's one, it's Bond that always resets. Right. And two, she's Dame Judi Dench. Of course you're going to keep her. She was perfect. But, you know, it, it'd be, speaking of disclaimers, you know, they do they redo the Justice League and it's like, just because Jason Momoa and Gail Godot play Aquaman and Wonder Woman respectively, this is not the same film as the well, old Justice League. J.K. Simmons is another good one. Yeah. J.K. Simmons being in the, in the, the Far From Home. Spoiler for Far From Home. Uh, it's one of the things. It's awesome, but at the same time, like, oh, I, I don't need this question. Yeah, I don't need people showing up at the shop. Like, well, so does this mean that the Tobey Maguire? Well, that's why. Well, when we were talking okay, about, why is Tobey Maguire considerably older than this? But this, so this this lead to the. But then why did I forget that? I was like, just stop. It's just the same actor. That's it. Well, it's that's why right. we were talking about with you know with Disney Plus. If and I said you know when they put out the list, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. You know, there's no X Men, there's no Fantastic Four, and Chris immediately went, "Well, yeah, because they don't want to confuse the MCU with other." I bet up to you me, they, I would have made that same. Decision. I bet you they they never show up on Disney Plus. Oh, they will. I you think, think so. What, I think as soon as you see a new X Men and or a new Fantastic Four, those films will show up. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I was thinking about this because another thing we'll talk the, about it, is, it, is if it, if Apple would buy Sony the those I don't think that the the original Spider-Man the six original Spider-Man films or five five original Spider-Man films would show up on Disney Plus. I don't think they would have those because those they may be, not because they were produced solely by Disney. Correct. Sony. Sony, sorry. Um now the Homecoming and Far From Home would Home, Homecoming and Far From Home would because they were co-produced by Disney, right? Even though the, the monetary deal is different, but they're anyway. Um, Squad the, the the X stuff on Disney Plus will show up at some point, simply because there's too much stuff there that's popular, yeah. In order to never put it on there, Did but at this point, if I'm them, I would have kept it until we do in the new one. You get a new cast, you get all of that. And you put them out, and people, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out on their own sort of thing. And people like us, I, I want X2 streaming somewhere. I want Days of Future mm-hmm. Past and, and First Class streaming somewhere. I don't want X3. I don't need that anymore. <laughs> don't need Apocalypse. Don't need... I'm okay with Apocalypse. I'm interested in seeing how bad Dark Phoenix is. Sure. Now that I've seen the commercials for the no. for the DVD release. Don't, don't uh, no, I'm interested to see how bad it is. Don't do it. I'm interested to don't. see how bad it is. As an X-Men fan, I'm interested to, be, well, to see how bad it is. It's bad. Um... Was there anybody in the Suicide Squad cast that you went, oh, that's good. that could be interesting? No, because Jai Courtney's in it, so the rest of the cast is, well, you're is going, in it. Pete in Davidson's Oswald. in it. You're going, wait, who's Pete Davidson going to play? I made the joke that he's going to be the Riddler. God, no. 
He'd be Jim Carrey's Riddler. He'd be Jim Carrey's Riddler, but high all the time. Well, I tell you, what about there's the toy a scene maker? in Batman Forever when when they're oh, what is, he's he, yeah, the Riddler's looking at the brain scan for brain for uh, Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and Tommy Lee Jones's Two Faces is with him like on the chair. Mm-hmm. It is the most homoerotic scene I've seen oh, in a God, Batman yeah. film. Uh, like they are all over each other, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Why is this so weird? No, if they waste Pete, if they waste the Riddler on Pete Davidson, because the Riddler. The Riddler is one of my favorite villains that nobody seems to get right. Yeah. And Snyder tried to do it in Zero Year, and King has tried to do it in the current one, of the fact that the Riddler is supposedly, his intellect is on par with Bruce Wayne. Right. But he can't help himself in trying to prove how much he's better, rather than just committing the crime and getting away with it. He has to toy with him, like, even if I give you the clue, I'm so smart, you're not going to figure it out. Do you remember the Joker um, book, that, a comic book that came out? It was a, it was a hardback. Um, right after Dark Knight, where they, they kind of had the same look as the Heath Ledger, and then they, they took the Riddler. Yeah, it's called the Joker. The jo- yeah, it's yeah. Brian Azzarello and Lee That's Bermejo, right. who will be at the shop on September 28th, 27th. Next week? Next Friday, yeah. That's right. Um, they make they make the Riddler look like Johnny Depp, yeah. and a lot of people wanted in Dark Knight Return or Dark Knight Rises they wanted Johnny Depp to play the Riddler because of that book, but they were purposely trying I didn't to want make Johnny Depp to play. I don't want someone. Who would you want to play the Riddler? Give me somebody who can act. Who? Someone who can act. Okay, so not Jai Courtney. How about that? Okay, so but who would you who do you think Pete Davidson will be? Or do you think he'll just be like a thug or something? He'll be a clown. Well, well even with the, part of the article saying that his his role is so small, it's just like a cameo. That's the thing that kind of everything is talking about yeah. is like a, a two thirds of those names are all cameo roles. It's kind of like using Brad Pitt in Deadpool Two, where you don't even know it's him, really. But that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, you don't you, see him until he gets electrocuted. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that this that this could be the introduction to these villains. There's you so know, many crappy villains in the DC universe. Oh, Again, yeah. people, it drives me crazy. People are like, when are they going to get to the calculator? When are they going to get to Clockman? Like, they're not. Yeah, they they don't have to fill six Batman titles every month for twelve months every year. You know, it's just like. You don't need all these villains when you're only doing four Batman films. You know, when Christopher Nolan's, they should use Riddler, they should use Firefly, they should use this. No, he's got three films. Right. So he's going to use the Scarecrow and Ra's al Ghul and the Joker and then Bane. And that's it. Yeah. You know, and, and Catwoman throws in there. But I was like, there's a billion villains that you could use, sure. But. How about the music maestro? That's the best episode, man. Now, if you saw Neil Patrick Harris on there, you'd go. Uh, he's a music maestro. If, that, if he was on there, I actually would have been excited. Like that'd be awesome if they put the music maestro on there. Mm-hmm. But just sing through. The speaking of which, I could see Neil Patrick Harris doing, doing a Riddler. Yeah, he's too. He's too jokey for. Me. Here's the thing: I don't want a jokey Riddler. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the original? Who's the uh, Batman TV series? Six Frank Gershwin. Yes. Frank Gershwin does an amazing Joker as a Joker. Does amazing Riddler. As a fun, funny, but there's something in the there's a sinister twist to him in a mm-hmm. way, and I liked that. I don't think someone like Neil Patrick Harris would pull that off. No, it would just be Barney. Okay, since Riddler. we're talking DC, Smallville is entering the Arrowverse. 
Well, maybe not all Crisis. of Smallville, but well, we know one person won't be there. Hey, hey, can you guys get hey, me out of jail for just a little bit? Can, can these TVs that are behind bars be tuned on to Channel Five for a little bit? Like, I want to, I want to relive my glory days before I, before I, I call their agent. <laughs> Why am I not in? Oh yeah, you're in prison, Allison. Uh, wow. I still like they, so, I still love when someone is just like what someone tweeted uh hey why don't they get the why don't they get Chloe back? What's the Mac doing now? Oh yeah, she's doing twenty to forty. <laughs> so do we are we finally going to get a seam in the in the costume for more than like a split I, second? I would hope so. I mean everybody wanted to see that in the T V show. And so It'd be cool to. I swear, if he mind. comes in, he's just in the jacket. Yeah, he just plays Clark Kent. <laughs> he probably is. Just he's in jeans, a blue and t-shirt, and a red. Him, they don't ever put because that was the... that was the shtick of the show. Is he's always in blue, red, and, and a little bit yeah. of yellow, except yeah. when he's you know infected by the bad kryptonite or whatever. Yeah. And then he's got the he's got the black on. The funny thing is they they also announced that Erica Durance. Erica Durance is, is coming Durance back as Lois. Yeah, but she plays Kara's mother on Supergirl. No, that's Allura. not her. Yep. No, no, that's not her. It's it's no. It's, it's not. the original Supergirl's her yeah. mother. No, her her Earth mother. Yes, her Kryptonian oh. mother. Yes, Alora. Yes, she Erica Durant's plays her. Huh. But see, it can be from a different multiverse. It's uh, for me. It's always weird. For, for the that, look, she I, looks I like she's had enough plastic surgery in the last four days to be able to look like a different. Well, person. what's going to be funny is you're gonna. They've already established that from universe to universe. Or from multiverse to multiverse, it's the same person, yeah. you know. And that's how they get around it. It's it's going to be like if they have Dean Cain showing up as Superman. He's already showing up. I know. I'm saying, but he plays her father in Supergirl. It's like, it's I, I understand. Like Supergirl, they brought him all in because <laughs> I do like they had all these times. Brandon Routh is in. <laughs> yes, I know, and that's what is like. He's in Legends well, of mentioned, Tomorrow. Mentioned, I think they've even said that that will actually be a point on the show. Yeah, that when they see Brandon Mouth Superman, they're like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, you know, they'll call him Ray or whatever. Yeah, like I'm not Ray. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. It's all in the it's I'm, in the fun for it. Yeah, it's a I'm comic. fine with seeing it. I have no problem with it, but it's just weird when you're watching it and you're like, "No, yes." If the, if the else. Marvel universe casts uh, uh, Terrence Howard as somebody in in Blade, then you're sort of like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Rhodey? Rhodey? No. <laughs> I've, I've, given up that, I've given up that name. Terrence Howard's going to be Luke Cage. <laughs> and you're going, wait, what? Um, I want Rosenberg, or not Rosenberg, uh, who played Lex in Smallville? Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Yeah. The guy who quit? Yeah. <laughs> Bring him back. What's he doing? He, he was on the show for the longest time. You. After stating that he's like, I'm leaving the show, yeah, but after this season, times. oh, I'm leaving the show again after this season. He kind of always knew he was going to leave, and then he came back for like one thing or two things. Yeah. Once he was gone. I liked his Lex. I'm, his I Lex really, is amazing. Yeah, so. They wrote that Lex so well. That show is that show is better than any of the CW shows. And well, you know who's Lex in Supergirl right now, though? Oddly man. enough, I was just going to say, you know, I just caught up on all the episodes of Supergirl with season oh, four. Oh, crap. And it's John Cryer. And he, does, he does a great job, Because John Cryer is a creep. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because you always just see him as Alan from Two and a Half Men. But no, it's like, you see him as Alan for Two and a Half Men. I see him from like, what? oh, no, he wasn't on that show. That's somebody mm-hmm. else. There was that lo- that very short lived show that Ming Na Wen was in that came on after Friends, between Friends and Seinfeld. And I always think it's John Cryer, but it's not. It's one of those other like mm. cracker white boy losers. 
But it's funny it, because I like that is. Wasn't yeah. she on All American Girl with uh, Margaret Cho? Maybe. I know she was in there. Because uh, what's his name? B.D. Wong was in there too. My question is, how long is this crossover event going to be? It's only four episodes. Well, it's four episodes. Yeah. So it's four hours. Four... Almost none of these people are going to get a massive amount of screen time. That oh, was sure. the thing where everyone's like, oh, great. We got all. This. So you're going to see these people for half a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll probably get some sort of fun fan service shot of all the Supermen together. Well, it sounded like. Minus the two that are together. It, the way that Flash and Arrow ended last season, it almost seemed like. It's starting out from the beginning of the season, as every you know everything that's taking place within those two shows is not necessarily leading up, but it's a part of crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, not where it's just you know not remember like all the others seem to be separate from what was going on. Mm-hmm. They'd make a mention here or there, or what you know their current you know storyline is, yeah. but they were separate from. Whatever the crossover event was, this mm-hmm. the way that they ended made it feel like they're a part of the crossover. Yeah. Well, also I think because Arrow's ending this season, uh, the story is going to be centrally around yeah. Oliver and Arrow, really. And then the show Batwoman I was thinking starts. <laughs> in, Batwoman in also two weeks. Starts, it's the yeah. sixth. I think it starts the same night as Supergirl coming back. Yeah, there it's on after Supergirl because yeah. Supergirl's on at eight, and Batgirl Batwoman is on at nine. Mm. Show I'm thinking of is the single guy. NBC, oh, yeah. 1995, 1997. There's 43 episodes of this show. Uh, Jonathan Silverman That's was the main character. Yeah, yeah so mm. basically him and you could take him and John Cryer and kind of. Ernest Borgnine was on this show for some reason. <laughs> he was the doorman, I think. Yeah, yes, Dorman, he was. Dorman Manny. Mm-hmm. Olivia Diabo, there's a name that no one remembers anymore. Dan Cortez. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Mariska Hagerte. Cortez did a couple so, shows back then. I didn't realize Ming-Na Wen is Chun Li in the yes in yeah. Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah. I've never watched this movie long enough to know that she was in it. It's such mm-hmm. a terrible movie. Oh, it's, no, it's so she, bad. It's, it's the Chung Lee one, right? For it's me, not, it's one of those guilty pleasure no, movies. No. Oh, she's in the original Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, the, the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie in which at the end of it, they're in a stealth boat driving towards Bison's... Th- basically, and then they're I like, mean, we're in a stealth boat. They can't see us. Okay, blow up the radar stations. On, and there's literally like a radar every four feet on the banks. And this boat has at least 32,000 missiles on it. So as they start blowing up the radar, because they're in a stealth boat that the radar can't see them, all of a sudden, the guys in Bison's headquarters are like, our radar's offline. They must be coming. This is the stupidest thing. It's like they wrote it like, well, that was dumb. Here, let's make them find them yeah, and know that they're coming. You can make it stealth just by having like gray uh, camouflage. It was just, no, it was black. It was everything. Because this is the 90s. Everything was stealth. You paint anything in black too. paint and no one could see you. You, radar couldn't bounce off of you. You were bulletproof, and you could travel through time. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. But oh, it's, it's, like oh, it's, it's so terrible. bad. It's one of those guilty plays. And the bad thing is, Raul Julia is Bison. Yep. Raul Julia, one of the greatest actors of our generation, plays the, M. Bison in freaking it Street Fighter. It was one Fighter. of his last movies, too. That's what's It might have so been his I last think, movie. I think it was. There's even a shot of them blowing up the stage on the IMDb. Oh, I, I lost it. They're blowing up the radars on the side of the thing. It's the stupidest movie I've ever seen in my life. I don't think there's a single shot of Ming-Na Wen as Chun-Li. Okay, so last week, we we were talking about uh, Sony and Spider-Man 
And that the Russo brothers had said that they thought it was a bad idea to take him out of it, of the universe. And yeah, and then you shared that same story back. I know. (laughs) Look, look at this new story. Literally said the quote on air last week, (laughs) and then you send me, "Hey, look what look what the Russo brothers said." (laughs) Not only did I send it, I quoted it on the show. Um, but we were we were we were talking, you know, ideas and stuff, and I made the comment. That I had. Kylie Minogue was in Street Fighter. Oh, I forgot. Oh about yeah, that. she was Cammy. Cammy. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I've totally oh, forgot. I forgot that. that was one of the reasons I really loved them. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I made that in Biodome. That's the reason why I liked it. <laughs> I, I I proposed a scenario where Apple, uh, you know, would buy Sony. You know, then on Monday, Yahoo. Yeah. Forbes and a couple other business sites posted that by the end of 19, 1999, by the end of 2019, Apple could possibly be buying Sony. That this has been something they talked about before. Apple could be buying Sony Films. Films. So I've seen yes. so many people online freak Sony out. Pictures. Sony Pictures, yeah. Sony Pictures, Sony Films, whatever. The film division for Sony. <laughs> There's a guy in one of the comic book groups I, I was in, like, if Sony buys, if Apple buys all of Sony, like, I'm not going to have a PlayStation anymore. And I'm like, oh, my head hurts. Yeah. No, the film division. Because all the, all the headlines are exactly what you said. Apple looking to buy Sony. Rather than, you just need, you just need one more word. Pictures. Sony Pictures. Yeah. Sony Pictures. Sony Pictures. Film division of Sony. Put that in your damn headline rather than... I do love... One of the guys is like, there's no way Apple has enough money to buy Sony. Oh, Sony, I know. Sony's worth more than Apple. Like, have you paid attention to the last uh, 20 years? Apple has like two gajillion dollars in liquid assets and Sony has the, less than a dollar fifty. It's one of the only companies that have hit the trillion dollar mark as far as their business model. Yeah. So here's something that we need to... We need to. Um, I kind of want to watch Street Fighter now. I know. Uh, we should. We no, need to clean up from last night. week. We said that Sony had that if if Apple bought them, they would have all the Bond films and everything, which would be all, you know guaranteed yeah, content. Well, I didn't. Well, we didn't realize, and Sebastian brought it to our. Should have asked Sebastian because if it's anything Bond. MGM Studios is a studio that again. Because they got themselves... So it's like MGM Holdings or something. Yes. It's not even a studio. MGM Holdings owns the rights to all MGM pictures. Mm-hmm. And the other films, Wizard of Oz and all those that were MGM, are owned by um, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Through, through um, Turner Media. So those all were bought by Turner Media years ago. So a ago. lot of the things that we thought that a Sony lot owned, of the things that we thought that Sony own. owned as IPs, they don't own anymore. Well, as I said last week, kind of as part of it, and then Sebastian had said it was, I felt like one of the big things was to have a studio. So if Apple gets an idea, buys an idea, develops an idea, you have a studio in place right now. Boom, that can make it correct. You know, in in. If they were to buy them in four months, well, in so five one months, that has the experience. That's what I mean. It, yeah. It's well, it gives them Sony, an animation so much like, studio. Much like Fox, Fox kind of as a studio will remain the same type of entity. Yes, people have been laid off or what have you, but Fox is still a studio that is filled with talented people who know how to make films. Sony will be the same thing. That if Apple were to purchase them, yes, the head of Sony is gone. But it's not like the the people on the ground, the the producers and assistant producers, and all the people that would have like a contract or would work for them are still there. So Apple buys Sony Pictures. They immediately have a 
a movie studio, a film studio, whatever you want to call it, production studio, that they can then say, hey, I want you to make you know, movie X and TV series Y. Well, speaking of Fox, I found out the other day that most of the shows that are on the Fox lot are renting space. So, you know, Fox Sports is being moved. It's, going, it's leaving the, the studio lot. But a lot of the shows that are on there are just renting the space to film their product. Well, they all kind of do that. I mean, right. you know, th- well, Disney people, will do that with, you know, people are confused. But Disney's Seinfeld, actually starting to move in as so those Seinfeld projects move signed out. a deal to be on the, what is it, HBO Max or whatever? No, Seinfeld's going to Netflix. Yeah. That's what it was. And people were wondering, why isn't it on the new NBC thing? And the I think because NBC doesn't own it, they Correct. distribute it. Garcia Warner, whoever the producers are, the producers actually own that show. Jerry Seinfeld, I think, owns that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is, is the guy who helped produce it, but I think Seinfeld owns part of it. Whatever. Yeah. But it's basically, yeah it's, yeah. it's basically they can shop themselves to someplace it's else. Like it's like the Big Bang NBC. Theory, even though it was on CBS, it's a Warner Brothers is property. a Warner Brothers property. Yeah, yeah Jerry Seinfeld is really smart with, uh, with the Seinfeld show. He owns like a majority of everything that has to do with that show. What's the deal with me owning all? Well, that's how that's you know a lot of these companies you know. Well, it's a lot like Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz with I Love Lucy. But it's even when you produce a show, you shop it around. Desi Lucy Studios for for nothing. You you shop it or you know you may be producing a show like if you're if you're Chuck. um, You had NBC producing shows that ended up on other channels because NBC turned them down. Right. NBC would have a first for first look. So you do you know. The, the kids on the couch are all right. It's shot in NBC. It was paid for by NBC. Everyone who worked for it is a contract to NBC. You bring it to the guys on NBC television like, we don't want this crap. And then you sell it to ABC. Fox buy, yeah, or yeah. ABC buys it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really interesting that we, had, you know, we were immediately talking about this right before it broke that this is not just us talking about it as a fantasy – this is a strong, actually, strong yeah. possibility that Apple could be buying them. Well, we had said, and a lot of people had said, that Sony being Sony Films being Sony Pictures being sold was a realistic possibility yes. for a while. Well, everybody has already said that within the next so, yeah. three to five years, Sony Pictures will be sold. Yeah. There's guarantee. There's no reason for Sony to keep it. But here's the interesting thing about this, because the article immediately said... This may work out in Disney's favor. This is exactly what we were talking about when we said that, you know, we heard the rumor that Sony went back and said, how about 30%? Is that if I'm those Disney, rights I'm immediately right. transfer back yep. to Marvel as soon as the What I don't understand from Sony, and this is the thing I thought about this week. If I'm Sony and I'm going to produce a film, a Spider-Man film, and I get to keep all the money, and everyone's saying, well, it won't do as well. Why are they not doing Spider-Man versus Venom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a Venom you have Tom film. Hardy versus Tom, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. And then, you know what? Hire Tom Hiddleston to be in it. Why are there so many Toms? Everyone talks about the Chris's. There's a bunch of damn Toms, too. But if I'm Sony, I, I, I was shocked that that isn't... Why would that not be... As soon as Marvel says, hey... I'd not do Spider-Man as 3? As soon as... as that is Spider-Man 3. That's what I'm talking about. If I'm Sony, the moment that Disney comes to us and says, we want 50-50, and Sony says no, and Disney, Disney Marvel says, F it, we're not going to do it at all, I'm calling everybody and going, write it. Scrap your Literally, one only has to be two hours of Spidey fighting Venom. Mm-hmm. 
and we're going to make you don't think that's going to make 750 million dollars? Oh, that that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I don't understand. If I'm Sony, I got to make that now. I'm calling the people back in Japan. Don't sell us for another year. We got to make this film. Well, we really want to give it. No. We're going to make a ton of money. We'll all get paid and then sell it. Plus we get to screw Disney because Disney will sit there and go, "Well, crap." We have this terrible Spider-Man versus Venom film from you Sony. Use our, great, our greatest Spider-Man. Yeah, and you're just like, ah, damn it. And we gotta, now we got to work Andrew Garfield's that. not in that movie. Oh. Amazing Spider-Man 2 was on TV yesterday. Oh. That movie is ass. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. We, we, uh, we finally purchased, you know, this was the big thing during the thread this week, was I didn't want to buy... I didn't want to give Sony more as money. As soon as it leaves, Sony's already been paid. That's no, what I people know. don't understand. I know. And it was more, I put that up as more of a joke than anything. Mm-hmm. And so last night when we bought it on digital, it wasn't playing. You know, it just for some reason, I, I, it wanted me to, I, it kept saying that the HDMI cable wasn't compatible or whatever. It's just nothing, it wouldn't play. Beth goes, Sony said say I'm this. sorry to Sony and see what happens. <laughs> I said no. I'm so not doing that. Buy, right? I will not do that. And then I went out to try to buy another film because they got some films that are like 4.99. One of them happened to be A Knight's Tale, so I bought that. And I'm looking. And it starts up. And I went, son of a bitch. It's Columbia. It's Sony. I'm like, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's like my, you know, my guilty, guilty pleasure. Yeah. And I'm like, it's yeah, Sony. That's... I just bought two films from Sony tonight. That tracks. That track is... Uh, no, that totally tracks. That's one of your favorite films. It's definitely... It totally tracks. Yeah. If you if, if someone put it like, what's one of Rich's favorite films and gave me 20 minutes, I'd be like, Night's Tale. Oh, yeah. God, it is. I love that film. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Defender you know, of his enormous... So, I ended, up, what, I ended up having to restart... I, I refused to say I'm sorry to Sony. I ended up restarting my Apple TV, and it worked fine. But it was just so funny that it, you know, I tried to play it on, uh, on movies anywhere. I tried to play it on all these different sources. None of them would play. Yeah. Beth is laughing because of the, you know, the stink I made on the thread. Um, Look, in the, Sony still has about money. It. It's okay. It's just like it's someone's like, phone. I refuse to buy an iPhone because I don't want Apple to succeed. Too late. Right. They're going to anyway. Apple has inserted a microchip into you when you were sleeping last night, and they know exactly where you're going. Look, in the end, it's it's a good movie. You're supporting a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. So regardless. I forgot really how good that movie was. Yeah. And how much of it is, it's a such a comic book movie. Yeah. And like you, I like you. Like the first one more. Do you? The yeah. first one? I like Homecoming more than Far From Home. See, that movie, Far From Home plays out so well because especially when you get to the scene of the reveal of Mysterio. Mm. When you get his reveal that he's the bad guy, that that exposition... A lot lot of people that I I know that like absolutely, that movie is like, that's one of my favorite Marvel films ever. No idea that Mysterio was the villain. Yeah, the people that I the people that I know, really? just people who are not comic book people, had yeah. no idea well, Mysterio's a villain. No, that's so that twist, it's like it's like Bucky yeah, showing yeah. up in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, yeah. Beth, when you're Beth in the theater and the, the mask comes off and he turns and I'm like, oh, wait, that's the guy who died in the first one. Because they did a great the job of not telling you mm-hmm. that, but you know, none of the trailers told you that you know there wasn't. This well, you scene also had him, him going to the hospital and you know, yeah. in costume and stuff like that. You know, like Beth, she you know, she'd watch the cartoon with me in the ninety, you know. Mm-hmm reruns of it and forgot that Mysterio was a bad guy. Yeah. And I ruined it for her right when the movie started. 
And I didn't realize I ru- I didn't know what I was ruining it for. Because I thought she knew. It's the lesson I learned from somebody else for Winter Soldier. Someone else that's on one of my social media pages ruined it for everyone she knew when she said Ugh. that Bucky was the Winter Soldier and realized she's in a room of people that love the films. Yeah. No idea what's going on in comics. Yeah. And completely ruined, ruined that moment for them. So I'm very much, you know, anyone who wants to see it. Like, but that turn where he, where he, you know, he's doing all that exposition of why he's been doing this and everything is done so brilliantly mm-hmm. that, you know, normally with a movie, a lot of that would be the opening scene of why, you know, of him becoming. Mm-hmm. But okay. just to do it as a toast to do each of these individuals and to show them where they fit already yeah. in the cinematic mm-hmm. universe. Bringing up back people from like Iron Man 1 yeah. was like, brilliant. Yes. Uh. It's like, For me, the part it's not of, that I don't like the film. I'm just saying, if yeah. I'm putting the two together, some of these, one of these days, we got to do that list. I really want to do that show. Yeah, we got um, to. I rank Homecoming over. For me, I did it at first, but then when I look back at it, the whole illusion fight scene. Yeah, no, and you, you've always said you really liked your. Like, that, that again, not like I didn't enjoy it. I have it over a lot of yeah. other Marvel films, but so. it just even, isn't something. They're, but they're, you're even looking at it going, how does Fury not see this? You know, how does he not see that, that this is that he's being lied to? And then you get to the end and the reveal of why he, you know, of, of him being a scroll, you're like, "Oh! Yeah. Now I get it." You know, cuz Fury's not this inept. He he knows what's going on. He, yeah. he, Did you see Captain Marvel? Yeah, he kind of is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um and that's what's what other That's a what's different really subject. Good, but see what's really good with that is the 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 be, uh the, the 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 I forget the scroll's name now. Carlos? Yes. That's the only Nick Fury he knew. You know, because he's been away. So he only knows this Nick Fury that's kind of, that doesn't always know what's going on before it's happening. Well, we don't know that he doesn't know. We don't know what kind of contract True. they have after. So. True. Um, so the other thing we brought up last week that we said that Marvel was ending Star Wars. Star the, the comic Wars. book. Yes, and Chris Marvel said, is ending Star Wars. They called Lucasfilm and said, you're canceled. Click. I guess we're not doing episode nine anymore. Chris said, well, I hope they do it where it leads right up to Hoth. No, I said, I, that's my guess. That's your guess. My guess is, and then we found out that there's a one shot that wraps up the Star Wars story, Dr. Aphra. So Dr. Aphra is ending. I think okay. 34, 35 is the last issue. Okay. Um, and the plot of the story is them getting to Hoth or just before building the Hoth base, the building echo base on Hoth. So I think it's very, very likely January or February, you're going to see the entire star Wars universe, whatever books they want to do reshot. Cause the only, the only book, I think the only books in December are the, the rise of Skywalker prelude books Mm -hmm. that are coming out, comics that are coming out. And then this one shot. So I think that's what, which since it's also the anniversary for, for, you have it for Hoth, and, and again, it makes sense. If you're going to do the story that you seem to put before you after Return of the Jedi, is that Han, Luke, and Leia are not together, right? So you're not really doing a story with the three of them if you're going to do post Return of the Jedi with any sort of, you know, if you give any time between Jedi and and um, Force Awakens, it's going to be tough to carry those those characters together. Obviously, you lose Han after Empire, mm-hmm. but you have Lando, you have Chewie. You can as well, I said last week. You can have the you can have the 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 story of why the hell does it take them a year to to rescue Han? They know where Boba's going, you know that sort of thing. So 
it'll be. I think it'll be fine. You'll get a new creative team. I don't know if they relaunch Doctor Afra. It'll be interesting to see where that ends. I think we could see a post Rise of Skywalker. Would you want to see a Doctor Afra um, live action miniseries? No. Nope. It's perfect the way it is. Keep her in the comic. Yep. Just right there. That's all I need. What about a novel? Maybe. But again, I mean, she's gotten so much story. I mean, mm-hmm. she doesn't get enough recognition because she's a comic book. Some, well, no, it's just because there's so many other things that are around. Obviously, the EU, when it first came out, it's just books and comics, and they just throw all these things at you. And they're like, Thrawn and Cardi and Mara Jade and Prince Zizor and Dash Rendar, who's just Han Solo in disguise, and all this other crap. You get characters that people really kind of fall in love with. Here, where you're getting new films and new TV and. You know, well, all those you've characters. Got, oh my God! Just, you know, you've got all, all those characters you named, except for two, have become canon. Dash Rendar's not, and Mara Jade's not. Yeah, so to Thrawn. No, I said uh, Talon Kador's not in there. No, that's Talon right. Carter's he's not. Either. He's the, he's the third. Zizor's mentioned, I think. No, you also see him in uh, Clone Wars. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So anyway, I just yeah, she doesn't, you know, it doesn't track as well when there's all this other media that's assaulting you right. with all these kind of characters. But she's one of the best characters they've created, it's, it, and it's a fascinating book because it's a look at the Star Wars universe that isn't connected to these other heroes. This is what Dark Horse did for years with like new characters and, and minor characters. Here's what we're following. So it got to the point where when they relaunched Star Wars with a new number one with the Adventures of Han, Luke, and Leia right after. Um, oh, the yeah. Battle of Yavin, people went nuts. That book exploded yep. very quickly because you yep. realized it's been years since we followed these characters mm-hmm. at that time period. Yeah, the, yeah. and that's so. Here, I, I just I don't think they're going to throw away the time period they're in. There's a lot of story to tell between Empire and Jedi, and it's a way to do it. You're never going to get because the actors and actresses that play those characters are extremely older if they're even alive. You're never going to get those films. We're right. not going to get a film set between Return of the Jedi, set between Empire, Return of the Jedi, and it's Luke decides. Eh, I know it's supposed well, to go I see mean, Yoda. You can have Sebastian Stan be Luke. You no, can have. You're not going to do that. Millie Bobby Brown. Be no, Leia. stop. <laughs> I'm so tired of that. <laughs> fucking sick of her. She's not going to be Leia. Jesus, I'm so tired. Of she's that. not going to be Leia. We almost. Did it. Yeah, but she start with the BS, man. <laughs> So we're gonna, we're gonna get, get some, some lightsaber so sound. To get him going. Just the like lightsaber me. sound is right there. Um, another thing we had cleared up for us. We've been talking about the Disney Plus. And the, you know, what are they going to have on there? What are they not going to have nothing. on there? What do we want? <laughs> Watch them to have day. On there? No, there's nothing. We just got your money. And we kept saying we want some of the older stuff. We want you know we want the older live action stuff. We want some of the older films. Man, they put out a list and a half. Every one, it yeah, seemed like nearly every one of, you know, you kept saying the Apple Dumpling game. It's on there. I kept That's saying, what I figured. I, Cat from Outer Space, it's on there. God. The Witch Mountain stuff's on there. Yep. Everything is on there. Is Incredible Mr. Limpet Disney? No. No? No. It feels like it should be Disney, but it's not. It totally oh. should be Disney. Um, I think it's Warner Brothers or something. That can't be right. But yeah. all I mean, of the, the everything's is, on there. There's going to be so much content that you're going to be good for the next year. No, it's so much content that you're that just going to watch. The funny thing they did was they left, watch Mandalorian off, again. they left off the list all of the new original stuff that's coming out. There was no Mandalorian. There was no High School Musical, Lizzie McGuire, any of that stuff. Well, I think that's because the list is 
the previous correct previously produced entertainment that's correct. on there. Mm-hmm. It didn't mean yeah. I saw some people like, oh, that means it's not on there. It's no, they're not giving you any new product on there. Right. There's a lot of Fox titles on there, which is really cool to see. Um, yeah. There you know and and. Things that they acquired already that are on there. It's going to be at launch. There's going to be a lot of content. It imme- to me, it immediately puts itself right there, neck to neck and neck with Netflix. Oh yeah. Well, not even that. You got content that you know is fresh and people who haven't been able to find online. You, you for have years. a lot. Of, yeah, you have a lot of content that doesn't that's been sitting in the archive for a long yeah. time. And so that's all the that's all the Fox stuff, the yeah. Fox Afternoon stuff. Uh, I don't think that's streaming anywhere until no. now. No, you were able to watch those like on YouTube, you know, just by people who uploaded videos of them. But so then we mentioned a minute ago, uh, right after this list came out, they announced the Peacock Channel <laughs> service, and everybody immediately went <laughs> such a what? bad name. Well, it's because the peacock is the symbol for right. NBC. NBC symbol no, is I the peacock, it. and a lot of people don't realize that because they don't have the peacock running across the screen. I love right, and then it, it, and I love, yeah, it's it's the urine penis network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's peacock, so it's urine. But then penis. again, here we are with another streaming service that is separating itself from its parent company because Universal could put out a streaming service and probably will in the next few years put out a streaming service. And then you're going to have, like, DC Universe and Warner Brothers. They're separate, even though they should be together. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, DC Universe has a lot of stuff it can put out there, and you can put out stuff for the comic books and things like that. But it would be like Disney going, okay, we're putting out Disney+, Plus, but we're also putting out Marvel+, Plus, you know, or Lucasfilm+, Plus, or something, you know, yeah. where those are all separate. NBC, okay, granted, you'll have Cheers, you'll have you know, you'll have some of those, you know, a lot of those old shows and stuff like that. But to Will me, they though, because again, that's the thing. They announced the Peacock Network the same week that Seinfeld, which is the biggest show that's been on NBC in thirty years, is going to a different streaming service. And so, at the same time, that Friends is leaving Netflix to go to Amazon. I think. No, I don't think they announced where it's going to. It's just leaving Netflix. Yeah, because. I'm assuming it's probably because it's NBC no. is taking it back. Friends is Warner Brothers. It was produced on the Warner Brothers lot. Okay. Well, just because of the lot doesn't mean it. I think it's because Carson Warner's deal was with Warner Brothers. Could have been. Hmm. But to me, it just seems like to break up that service between you know your tele you know a television station and then you know that's like CW. CW has their own or kind of you know they have the CW seed. Yeah. Which is just the CW shows. To me, all of that needs to be under the Warner Brothers, you know, CW, DC Universe. Well, that's the thing. All once needs they, to be under once Warner they, Brothers. Yeah, because they started yeah. a DC Universe channel. Like, oh, we're going to take all the CW stuff and put it on DC Universe. Right. And then they're like, well, Warner Brothers is going to have its other one, and it's $25. Yeah. It's so stupid. No. I cannot find any sort of producer or anything for Incredible Mr. Limpet. I do like what category it's put in on IMDb. Animation, comedy, family, war, fantasy. Well, it is a war. Cause he, I know. He's because the, it's, yes. But it's, just, it's weird. Between family and fantasy is war. <laughs> um, I, yeah, love, that, I love that movie, too. Yeah, that movie's amazing. Oh, God. My parents got so sick of me watching that movie. Uh, but so there's, it seems like there's, you know, they call it a, a streaming war with all these different, you know, it's like we said on our on our thread. It's now it's getting to the point where we're going to be spending just as much as cable now to get all these different streaming More. services. 
or more yeah just that list i sent is something like 120 dollars, yeah. and it didn't have three services on it yeah exactly. it didn't have dc universe it didn't have peacock because it hadn't been announced yet mm. or maybe no maybe peacock was on peacock it was, was on there but it, it also had it also had um it has some small stuff in the place it didn't have prime which yes prime also gives, gives you shipping but you still, if you're buying Prime because you Prime's want, on there. you want things, is Prime on there? The list is HBO Max, Apple TV Plus, Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, Peacock, Amazon Prime, CBS All Access, uh, the Creatine Channel or whatever that was. Creatine? No, it's not a muscle builder. <laughs> criterion. Criterion. That's it's what a it Creatine. Yeah, and it's not Qu- what Mark McGuire took to hit all those. Criterion and then Quimby. Oh, criterion. Criterion is an international movies channel, hmm. and Quimby is the new one that's being started. It's the one that just has uh, the mayor. Of uh, Springfield, that's all it is. <laughs> it's just all of his episodes. Um, it's been started by some of the uh, some it, Hollywood Frenchie. celebrities. It has Sophie Turner has agreed to do a new movie on or TV. Is series. that where Bella Thorne's porn is? It probably no. That's on Pornhub. I know. Joke. Which is not. I mean, that's the only place that they would actually pick it up. But Pornhub. Yeah, P- Pornhub was Porn, the only. Pornhub's going to do Sophie Porn, Turner's so, new movie. <laughs> so they have a streaming. The Bella Thornhub. No one They've always had a point. streaming service. The Bella Thorne one, no one would pick it up because it was being shopped around. And then Pornhub said, if you're going to make this, add more sex. So they had to add more sex to it. Yeah. What? No, I think they had to take sex out because that's <laughs> because what Bella Thorne <laughs> You wanted her to play Mary Jane. Wow. <laughs> I know. She would. Everybody oh, yeah. wants her to play. No, apparently. this one was like, she's going to be so good. I'm like, no, she's become an Instagram model that just takes pictures of her butt. Because when and, well, I don't know if Zendaya's gonna do the job, I'm Bella Thorne to do it. Like no, Zendaya will be fine because well, so, it's not gonna be the MJ that, mm-hmm. that the the school. HBO Max. You can get HBO. How many different services are there for HBO? Isn't there like thirty? There's HBO Go. There's HBO, HBO Max, Go. HBO, HBO Max. Set, now HBO and series, then now. HBO Now. HBO over there. HBO for your friends. HBO this. <laughs> you sign up and your friends can only. But use yeah, it. Beth and I were talking about you know. <laughs> Beth and I oh, were talking true. about should we finally start cutting, you know, cut the cord, and Directv even has it where if you're part, if you if you are part of Apple, you know, if you have an Apple iPhone and everything, you can get an upgraded, unlimited account, which will give you 35 channels of Directv, which your AMC, you know, all you know things like that, that you can get, so you can cut the cord. Have those for free that you're still you know, you're paying for just with your phone. You get Apple TV for free for a year by buying a new phone or computer, Apple mm. TV or anything. So you can have those two, and we, so you have Direct TV through your Apple. You have Apple through your Apple you, through your Apple. Then if you buy di- the Disney package with ESPN Plus, Netflix, excuse me, the ES- ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu. God, I'm old because this is so damn confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you can have those for a small fee. So right that's there, part of the, I mean, honest. In all honesty, when you started talking about those things, I said that's one of the problems with this. Is now so confusing. Yes, as to how to get the content that you used to be able to get. Like I have Directv and Netflix. It's no longer I like get, okay, I, I switch a channel to get to the next thing I want. Different you got to go yeah. to a different app. That's what I I'm guarantee. Thinking. That's the reason why most people still <laughs> have cable is because they're like, well, a, a lot of it's easier for me to watch my. When shows. my friend Doug was the first person I knew personally who cut the cable. I mean, this is like mm. four years ago when he cut yeah. the cord, and he had difficulty at first until he found. I think Sling was the first thing he found because Sling, yeah. As as a 
as a hockey fan here in town, he's a big Ducks fan. Sling's like Even one of the only get, ones that'll give you local stations too. Yeah, if you get uh, PlayStation, can do it now too. I think, or, or YouTube TV, or something like that. Maybe it's YouTube TV. He switched to something else. Anyway, at the time, part of his problem was I want to watch the Ducks game and I can't watch the Ducks game. Because even if you buy the centerized package, you get every game except the ones that are in your local market. They're blacked out to make you watch it on that channel. So if the Ducks are playing the Avalanche, you cannot watch the Avalanche feed because they make you watch that. Unless you get the digital antenna, then you can switch back over and watch the right, you know, just flip through your channel. Well, no, you can't because it's a cable channel. So he couldn't, he did not have Fox Sports West. Ethan, you ever wear headphones before? As <laughs> it slaps on his eyes, and he just sits there for a second, like, <laughs> just starts to move it, and I couldn't get "r" out of my mouth fast enough as he had it over his eye and I passed. Uh, anyway, so one of, one of the reasons that people keep cable is local sports. It's you know hard to kind of local find a news. way to do it. Yeah. And in my case, you know, with, with the home I'm in, with my parents, there's no way they're going to be able to figure out this other stuff. I'd have to be home right. <laughs> every second of every day. Like, no, you have to go to Sling in order to find the Angels game, but you got to go to Center Ice to find the Kings game. If you want to watch AMC, you got to go to PlayStation. But if you want to watch this, it's, just, it's bad enough to try to teach them how to use Netflix on the Blu-ray player. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why are there 65 new movies in my queue? Oh, damn it. <laughs> None of these were made before, after 1950. So, Walking Dead in Space. Is this going to be the third show? And how do they get to space if there's no longer airplanes or anything else running? We've got to get to space. Here's, okay, the speculation is just because they see a picture of a satellite behind one of the actors during a table read. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Welcome to the internet. <laughs> so Desperate for content. Do they not realize that maybe it ties into a story with some of these characters? Maybe a satellite someone... falls, and that's how the walk. Maybe not that. What about that group that took Rick? Maybe what they're are they just into? in the. It's, it's a table read, right? Yeah. Maybe they're just in a room that has a satellite as a picture. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Doesn't have anything to do. It's not like they're like, okay, guys, to get everyone in the mood, we're just going to put up pictures of the show all behind you. Yeah. yeah. Outside was... of the art two in the crate, I don't think there's a lot of Star Wars artwork in the first table read for mm. Force Awakens. I don't think there's anything. So. It, it's, I read that article you sent to I know. I, I sent it just because it was, was so absurd. So the only thing like, that uh, I think they could do is if there's people on a space station. It's why the last man? <laughs> it's Jason isn't, isn't he on? Isn't he on the space station? No, someone else is no. on the space station later in the story. I've never read it. It's Jason I'm X. Sure. I, it, what sucks about why the last Jason man 10. is I need like volume two or something like that. I have all the other volumes, but I haven't started reading it because I <laughs> okay. need so that one. They don't make them anymore. I know. I just did that one in there because it was so absurd. And it does show you that there's so much click. I'm just waiting for zombies to, in space to be run over by the cars from Fast and Furious. That's all I want. Well, that's the plot of Fast and Furious 10. It's zombies in space? Yeah. And then zombies they mistakenly kill Vin Diesel because <laughs> he looks... Hey, he's got the acting range of a zombie. <laughs> family. Instead of... He just like family. Hey, family. He does a good job as Groot. Family. Because he has to say three freaking lines. I am Groot. <laughs> and he doesn't even play him anymore. I got a kid doing I am Groot. I no, he no, still did it. Is it still him? Yeah. Oh, do they make him suck helium? Yeah. yeah. 
Instead of slowing it down or speeding it up, they actually have him here. Suck on this balloon. Levels here. He's very method. Put him in a room and just helium all over the place. (laughs) He's a very method actor. Yeah, the method is being completely used. (laughs) So now that we're wrapping things up, Triple X, (laughs) best movies ever. You know he did Triple X two. No, Ice Cube did two. He came back for For three. three, Yeah. Yeah. When they re- the return of Xander Cage. Xander mm. Cage, <laughs> the most two thousand name ever. <laughs> that that seems like a Kyle on on Monster rather than Kyle. Oh yeah, that was that was one. Of the, they they played Triple X on. There's a cinema room at my gym. You get in and they have the bikes and the treadmills and stuff, and they play a movie in front of you. And they play weird movies too. Hotel Rwanda was in there once. I'm like, I don't want to go see that while I'm trying to so work out. Exactly. <laughs> give, give me Schindler's List next. Um, but they had they had Triple X and we got in like in the middle of it. And I I went to see that movie in the theater. And I I just like I hate myself for that now. Like I think I was so desperate for a movie where like you know there was like explosions and stuff, and that's what I got. You but wanted I, a, you wanted a bro movie. I I. It's Tony Hawk's in that movie. Yes, he is. It's <laughs> Triple X. You know who else is in that movie? A bunch of actors who didn't do anything. Afterwards. Samuel L. Jackson's in that movie. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson is in that movie. He's playing Nick Fury in that movie. Basically, I forgot he was in it. There's a scene, yeah, where where uh, Xander Cage goes to Nick Fury, to Samuel L. Jackson in a theater, you know, and he's like, "Oh, what to do it? You're gonna do what I tell you to do because country, American, whatever." And it's just like I'm watching, going, "He's just Nick Fury," and he's Nick Fury from from Iron Man Two, where he's not really Nick Fury; he's just Samuel Jackson, which is before still totally Iron Man. Nick Fury. It's like a cross between his character from Pulp Fiction and Nick Fury, it's, or his character from uh, Kingsman. Yeah, I do like the meme of. Uh, of course, they have Samuel Jackson's in every movie. Chris Hemsworth's. Um, that short he did where he was like in a, in a it was Thor living in an apartment yeah and he's watching TV and then the TV comes on and it's Samuel Jackson snakes on the and plane, then he's I like think. no in Star Wars in Is episode it? two oh. so it's it's him and he's like what the hell and then Padme shows up what the hell <laughs> <laughs> it's just it must be funny to have like those I want to see that scene like in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Star Wars as a film exists and well, Samuel Jackson exists. Yeah, but because Spider Man. Yeah. Because he, in, right. In fact, but in, in who plays Mace Windu in that movie? Considering that Mace Windu, the person who looks exactly like him, is Nick Fury. Yep. Well, what's funny is because he has that line, you know, in in Spider Man: Far From Home, where he's talking. He goes, he makes some you know reference to a movie, and he goes, "Yeah, Stark said you wouldn't get that reference because it doesn't have to do with Star Wars," and he laughs. And I'm thinking. He's laughing because, you know, he's Mace. Yep. So on that note, we're going to ra- wrap things up. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com at Nerdables. Also, make sure you check out our group on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Nerdables can... Wow. Nerdables Nerdable Podcast has- Community. We're also on Instagram as Nerdables and on Twitter oh. as Nerdables Show. Wow. That got really long. So for Chris, Ethan, and Mikey, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week.